morning, everybody, from here and online. I'm your scripture reader today, so I'm going to read the scripture. This scripture comes from Second uh, Kings chapter 5, verses 1 through 16. So you can find this uh, passages from the screen. Name and commander of the army of the king of Aram was a great man and in high favor with his master, because by him the Lord has given had given victory to Aram. The man, through a mighty warrior, suffered from leprosy. Now the Arameans on one of their raids had taken a young girl captive from the land of Israel, and she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, If only my lord were with the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. So Naaman went in and told his lord just what the girl from the land of Israel had said. And the king of Aram said, Go then, and I will send along a letter to the king of Israel. He went and taken with him 10 talents of silver, 6,000 shekels of gold, and 10 sets of garments. He brought the letter to the king of Israel, which read, When this letter reaches you, know that I have sent you my servant Naaman, that you may cure him of his leprosy. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to give death or life? That this man sends word to me to cure a man of his leprosy? Just look and see how he is trying to pick a quarrel with me. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent a message to the king, Why have you torn your clothes? Let him come to me, and that he may learn that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and chariot and held it at the entrance of Elisha's house. Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go, wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored, and you shall be clean. But Naaman became angry and went away, saying, I thought that for me he would surely come out and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God, and would wave his hand over the spot and cure the leprosy. Are not Mana and Pachar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the wars of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? He turned and went away in a rage. But his servant approached and said to him, Father, if the prophet had commanded you to, to do something difficult, would you not have done it? How much more when all he said to you was, wash and be clean? So he went down and immersed himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the word of the name man of God. His flesh was restored like the flesh of a young boy, but he was clean. Then he returned to the man of God, he and all his company. He came and stood before him and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Please accept a present from your servant. But he said, as the Lord lives whom I serve, I will accept nothing. He urged him to accept, but he refused. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. God is good. All the time. 
We are also good. Awesome. Morning, my name is Chan Choi. My friends are he, him, his. I'm a side pastor of Urban Village South Loop and Atchwater. And it's my joy and honor to be here with all of you. And I'm also very excited. Even you can see my facial expression. I'm smiling. I just want to let you know. How about you? I can see some of you are smiling, no crying. That's awesome. So while I was working on the sermon series, Restoration, and thousands of memories and stories were popped up in my mind. I wish all of them are the stories of healing and restoration, but it was mainly about stories of brokenness and loss where we have desperately looked for a power of healing and restoration. So it was painful to recall those memories and somewhat disappointed because of a long way to go for the full restoration. And it's from my personal experience and stories to the national and communal tragedies. And no matter what those memories are, may God's comfort and peace be with you. When I mention national and communal tragedies, we all may recall the same word right away. COVID-19, right? COVID-19. Even though we are able to worship together in person after 18 months of online-only period, we maybe hesitated to claim the full restoration from the COVID-19. We are still miss many family members with their little ones who are not able to be get vaccinated. And we are still missed our fellowship time with a cup of coffee, right? I love our coffee every morning from our place and snack. By the way, we are going to have a, a very special uh, post-worship fellowship in the park. And you can, uh, as, as Julie mentioned, we're gonna have it uh, right across the street and there's a dance stage. And you can bring, uh, today is case next Sunday. I prepared Korean uh, snack and you can find all the uh, description about this snack, but it's in Korean. So I feel like I'm the only one who can explain about it. So please come and ask what, what it is. And also we have a vegan options and gluten free. So please uh, join our fellowship after worship. And for those who are in online, you may find another way to get together and pretty sure and with our uh, digital pastors. As we are fully reopened, it's the right time to think about the meaning of restoration. Can we declare the full restoration when we are able to take off the mask or dip a piece of bread into our communion cup? Maybe. Maybe not. To clarify the meaning of restoration, we need to begin with a thorough examination of our status. Where is our brokenness, the needs of healing and restoration? It's not only about our physical body, but it is more about our spiritual and mental status than depends on our relationship with God. And I hope we can find the true meaning of restoration and take the very first step toward the full restoration through today's message. Amen.
So let's begin with a examination of Neyman's status, who is our main character today. There's several description about this person, a commander of the army of King of Aram, a great man who brings military victory to his country, and a great man uh, and, and mighty warrior. Those are titles for this person. And he is honored and lives a successful life. His only issue was his skin disease. After long descriptions of his successful life and career as a mighty warrior, he says, but he had a skin disease. We need to give an extra attention when the Bible says, but. His skin disease was serious and painful enough to ignore his splendid titles. And according to the notes in the Bible, it says it is a term for several skin disease, but precise meaning uncertain. So there's no way to explain the way of healing and recovery in modern uh, medical knowledge. We don't know how to be healed. However, we can guess what kind of hardship this skin disease would cause in his culture. He would be treated ritually unclean. So it would result in social stigma and exclusion in spite of his authority and power. Even there is no clue how severe his physical pain and social stigma were, we can see how desperate he was, looking for a advice, looking for an advice from the young girl who was captured from the land of Israel. He may have done everything that he could do. So this captures young girl's words about prophet and Israel who could cure him might be heard as his very last chance to be healed. Very last chance. Let's fast forward to the scene that he went away from Elisha's house in anger in verse 11. So we just talk about verse 1 through 3, then we move back, move to, quickly move to the verse 11. He went away from Elisha's house who would kill, uh, who would kill him and restore his uh, skin disease. He just went away from his house in anger. What did make him to give up his very last chance to be killed? Naaman came to Elisha's house with lots of gifts with a hope of killing. However, Elisha just sent a messenger to him with a simple guide. Go and wash seven times in Jordan River. Go and wash seven times in Jordan River. That's it. There was no welcoming by the prophets, and there's no dramatic signs or holistic ritual for the healing. In anger, Naaman said, I thought he'd, he would personally come out and meet me and call on name of his God, wave his hand over the disease spot, and get rid of the disease. What made him to give up his last chance of healing? His own expectation and such. I thought he should do this way then I get better. Even though he came to this foreign country for his own healing and recovery as his last chance, he didn't put his trust in this God who will make him well. He may trust in this human healer who is Elisha, but not God of healing who is working through Elisha. That's the reason why he put more trust in his own expectation and thought, you should do this way. 
who washed seven times in the Jordan River. With his understanding, it was too simple to be true for the full restoration of his skin disease. But it was enough to reveal his own brokenness that should be restored. And from this revelation, his full restoration just had begun. As we just read this morning, his flesh was restored from this severe skin disease by following the instruction of Elisha. When he gave up his own thoughts and expectation and away to Elisha's instruction, his skin disease was gone. And he was restored. When we talk about his restoration, we need to pay attention to his, his response after his healing. He said, now I know for certain that there's no God anywhere on earth except in Israel. He didn't talk about his healing of skin disease. Rather, he confessed his trust and faith in God, whom he called Elisha's God before, and now his only true God. Because of this confession, Again, we can say that his issue wasn't the skin disease, but his trust in God. The brokenness where he needed a full restoration was his relationship with God. It, it, takes, it took so long to realize his brokenness because his skin disease was very painful and visible. But once he found where he needed to be restored, his restoration happened so quickly and simply. And some people may call it as a miraculous healing, but it would be better to call it as an unexpected gift from God because it is an unexplainable and unmerited. So it's time to think about our own restoration in this COVID era. So here's a question. So folks in uh, online, please, Leave your comments in the comment section and you can speak up. So what's the full restoration from COVID-19? What's your definition? What's your expectation? What's your thought? All right, when we do this, we can say it's a full restoration from COVID-19. What would it be? All right, using Scott's passport again. All right, amen. You know what? It's been eight months since I heard Morgan's beautiful voice. Even, you know, without mask, it's much clearer. And we can say that, right? How about other? One more thing. Passport. Amen. Amen. I still remember the wave of posts on Facebook that people shared their vaccination report card. When I saw this post and people's excitement with the vaccination, I thought the full restoration was coming soon. Now we are talking about the booster shot for extending the protection. And how many of you remember the Restore Illinois plan that has five different pages. Do you remember that? Do you remember what you did on Friday, June 11? 
That's not my birthday. That's not my anniversary. I vividly remember because it's the first day of entering phase five in Illinois, June 11. Beyond and I went to our favorite restaurant for lunch that day. And I almost cried when I had my favorite dish of a grilled calamari. It was so beautiful. I missed it. I thought the full restoration was around the corner at that time. We are back. After three months from that day, after experiencing a series of disappointments regarding the full restoration, I realized that I put my expectation wrongly and failed to diagnose my brokenness that should be restored. The full restoration from COVID is not up to lifting the restrictions and returning to our old normal. If we think these are the places where we need to we need a restoration, we won't experience the full restoration but disappointment as we have experienced. When I look at myself, that's all about me, not about you. It could be. When I look at myself, the full restoration from COVID is up to recovery of my broken relationship God and lost connection with my faith community. It is clear enough to say that these are our brokenness during this COVID era where we need a full restoration because I've never heard anybody confess their relationship with God was getting closer during this pandemic. And the feeling of connection has been the most wanted and needed thing during this pandemic based on the survey from our church and conversation with our members. What do you think? Can we say these are our brokenness during this COVID era? Relationship with God and connection with our faith community. If we all agree with this brokenness that should be restored, our next step is to find the way of restoration. How can we rebuild our relationship with God? How can we reconnect each other as one body in Christ? There are hundreds and thousands of ways for this restoration, but let me share the easiest one today, which is also unexpected one. Are you looking for, I really want to hear that easiest way to re reconnect and rebuild our relationship with God and community. I really want to see your sign. Oh yeah, I really want to hear that. That's my last chance, right? All right, listen carefully. It's worshiping together. It's worshiping together. I know it sounds like go and watch seven times in Michigan Lake. That's too simple, right? It's worshiping together. I know it sounds too easy to follow. However, we can get this answer so quickly. If you think what your most lost spiritual discipline is, what's your most lost spiritual discipline is, that will be worshiping. 
It comes in person and online worship all, but let me highlight the word of together. I love to use and call community of faith and worshiping community instead of the church because it's hard to imagine the church without the people and community, right? And the first image about this community is worshiping together, worshiping with our worship band and everybody like this making a circle. It is not limited to the in-person worship. At our first online worship, we were able to feel this connection and the presence of God as we've experienced it in-person worship before because we sang together and we responded to the word of God through the comments. The tool has been changed, but the community of faith was still there. And during this pandemic, I have witnessed the building of a community through our online worship and it will be continued more and more. And I don't need to mention about today's worship because you already feel the connection and the presence of God through our worship here at this product. Amen. So if you have lost the connection with God and the community, please come and worship together without giving up. Whether in person or online, God will restore you through worship with the unexpected place. So if you have joined worship once a month, let's try twice a month. If you if your goal was not to miss a worship or two per month, let's worship together without missing any Sunday. So are you willing to join this challenge, challenge for the restoration? I'm asking everybody here in this furthest and online. So if you are able, please put your decision and promise on the comment section for the folks who are in online worship and for those who are here, if we are able, if you really want to join this challenge of full restoration through the worshiping together, please raise your hand if you're able. And let me offer a quick prayer for all of you. Jesus and loving God, we see and feel our brokenness of our connection with you and this community of faith. We want to be healed and restored. As we are joining this challenge of worshiping together, we need your strength for not giving up and your wisdom for following your God. For this challenge, help us to be good company and supporter for each other and to move forward the full restoration together. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And let me add one more thing. Everybody love to hear that, right? One more thing. And if you are able to move one step further, I'd like to encourage you to serve the community as a worship volunteer. We used to have a scripture reader. Reading the scripture passes, that's not my job description actually. I need somebody to read that scripture, scripture passage. We really want to hear the different person's voices. Through your participation and service, this worship can be abundant and beautiful. Your testimony will help people to find the same work of the Holy Spirit and the comfort from the same struggles and challenges. I really appreciate Pastor Jennifer's testimony today. I knew about it but I've never heard the more details and how people showed up for her. And you, and you know what? 
your smile and welcoming heart would be using as a channel of blessing. And there are so many people who stay in this community of faith because of greeters, big smile and kind words. Oh, you are back again. Glad to see you again. That's the reason why they staying and settling down this community. And also, it's a way to give back to our community what we have received, love, grace, and care. This morning, I'd like to invite you to think about some this question. What's your brokenness that needs God's restoration? What's your brokenness? As we just talked, it could be your relationship with God or a feeling of connection, or it could be your loss or physical and spiritual struggles that you also need God's redemptive. As we learned last time, truth-telling is a key for rebuilding the community because it is based on the mutual of trust. And by facing and naming your own brokenness and needs, we can move toward the full restoration. Once you name this brokenness and or needs, we can write them down as our prayer. It can be a prayer of lamentation or a prayer of gratitude. It can be a prayer of a confession or a prayer of intercession. If you want to share with our prayer team, you can put them in our prayer wall with your name. You can find our prayer work here or whiteboard. And you can also share your prayer through our connect card. And we have a chance to write them down during our communion and after worship. So let us think about this question. What's your brokenness that needs God's restoration? And let's have a time of reflection with this beautiful song Come as you are, as many. Watch your brokenness that needs us.